There are so many ways to improve a relationship. And perhaps no single thing has a greater impact on how connected you feel in your relationship than the way that you communicate with your partner. And there are so many ways to improve communication. However, not all the ways that you improve communication will necessarily help bring you closer to your partner, especially when you're in conflict with each other. But even when you're not, when you're trying to communicate about loving, caring, amazing things, there are ways to do that that actually bring you closer. And then there are ways to do that that just don't have as much of an impact. So I took the top three things that you can do to improve your communication in relationship, and I made a guide out of them. They're easy to follow, and once you put them into practice, you will notice a big change in your relationship for the better. So, um, right, because why would you do it if it was for the worse? So I encourage you to visit neilsatin.com slash relate, that's R-E-L-A-T-E, or just text the word relate to the number 33444 and follow the instructions, and you can get my free guide. Uh, It's the top three relationship communication secrets. All right, on with the show. Actually, one last little thing before we cue the music. I have a secret to tell you. And I'm serious, this is a secret. I haven't told anyone about this, not even Chloe, although she'll know as soon as this is out. Actually, I'll probably tell her so she doesn't have to hear it on the podcast. But... Up until maybe a week ago, and since probably about the election, every night while I was brushing my teeth, I would, on my phone, be reading one of my favorite political blogs. And I would read it somewhat obsessively to try and catch up on what's happening in the world and I don't know I think that from that getting that information there comes a certain sort a certain sense of safety although it's not obviously a really solid form of getting safety and um, so I would read on my phone while I was brushing my teeth and then sometimes if there were more than one article that I wanted to read, I'd actually brush my teeth even longer than really necessary, which in the end probably isn't that good for my teeth. But, um, you know, I wanted to get that reading done. And I, I felt like it would be hard to tell Chloe, well, you know, I don't, I don't want to come to bed just yet because I'm reading this thing. But the reality is that it wasn't actually more important to me to be reading that blog than it would be to crawl into bed and cozy up with Chloe. Of course not. Um, So what was going on there? That's what I want to talk about today because I'm not doing it anymore and I'm already noticing a huge difference. And that's not the only thing that I'm not doing anymore because I discovered that I was really addicted to the distraction of my phone all throughout the day. And we're going to talk more about that right now. 
Hello and welcome to another episode of Relationship Alive. This is your host, Neil Satin. So as I was just mentioning, there are so many ways that you can improve your relationship. And well, that's why we have so many episodes here on the Relationship Alive podcast. And I hope you got a chance to listen to my conversation last week with Keith Witt. And we have a great episode coming up next week with Sue Johnson, who is also revisiting the podcast to talk about attachment and sex. So I thought that might be really interesting to chat about and for you to know so that you can join us here next week as well. Um, That being said, I want to talk about one simple thing in particular this week that can have a huge impact on the quality of your time with your partner, if not the quantity of your time with your partner, um, and perhaps both. And it's it's a simple change that you can make in your life that will have a huge impact And on top of that, not just in your relationship, but for you as well. This is something that we're going to talk about more uh, in a future episode on the podcast, but there's a particular nuance that I want to bring up now, and that is the pervasiveness of distraction in our lives. And... I think you might, just saying the word distraction, you probably know what I'm talking about, but I'm referring to things like getting text messages all the time or checking your email or looking on Facebook or checking the news. I know a lot of us are kind of consumed with what's happening in the news these days or, um, seeing who's called you lately or what's on Instagram or, or, or. There are so many ways that in today's connected world, and I know you're connected because you're listening to me, which means you're either probably on your smartphone or on your computer connected to the internet, which you have to be in order to get these uh, podcast episodes of Relationship Alive. And so we're connected and there are so many things about connection that's, that are great, that help us reach other people, touch other people, find out what's going on in the world and get involved and make a difference. That's why I'm here after all. That being said, there are also all of these ways that our connectedness can take us out of what is happening here in the moment in our own lives and especially with our partners. So if your phone is always beeping and buzzing or you're just feeling that incessant pull like, oh, I got to check my email or, oh, I got to see what's up on that blog that I that I read or, oh, like, let's just keep the, the TV on while we're trying to have this conversation or... I'm just naming things off the top of my head here, but maybe if you take a minute and think about like, how are the ways that I get distracted from being in the flow so that, and they can be just the littlest, tiniest thing that takes your attention away from whatever is happening right there in front of you. Just think about all the ways that that happens in your life. Um, could be that your dog uh, really, you know, is always, you know, when you get home from work, your dog's there in your face wanting to play tug of war or get, get pets or whatever it is. Like, um, 
again, just coming up with things randomly. So think about those things in your life. And now what I'd like you to do is imagine what life could be like if you didn't have those things distracting you. And I'm going to suggest that you actually try it out. So what could this look like? This could look like, for instance, um, turning off your phone after seven o'clock at night. It could look like refusing to open your computer or just unplugging the internet connection to your Wi-Fi router so that there's no way that the internet's coming in or you're going out. Um, I'm just identifying these, I'm, I'm kind of focusing on the internet because there are so many ways that internet and technology related things and cell phone, smartphone related things are the, today's distractions. But you may think of other things too, like for instance, if it's your dog in the example that I gave before, is there some way that you can get your dog to chill out? you know, in a corner with a bone for an hour so that you have focused time and attention to give yourself and to give to your partner. Because there's nothing worse than talking to your partner about something that really matters to you when their phone buzzes, letting them know a text message came through and they can't help it. They just like glance down at their phone or even if they're not glancing at it, maybe you, uh, maybe your partner is trying to talk to you and you feel that buzz happen in your pocket and you're like, oh, I wonder what that was. It's just this little tiny thing that takes you out of the moment. Even if you don't check it, there's some part of you that now has to stay open and remember like, oh, there's a text message there and I'm going to check it at my first opportunity, which might mean that you're in more of a hurry to end your conversation with your partner so that you can get to checking your text message, for instance. So part of cutting off distractions is giving yourself the opportunity to experience two things. One is the power of focused attention between you and your partner? What happens when you're just there to pay attention to each other and you don't have those things in the way and you can't um, do, especially if you have an automatic, like a habitual response where it's just like, oh, I'm a little bored. What am I going to do? I'm going to check my phone and see if anyone's emailed me or whatever it is. I'm going to flip on the news. Um, so, Part of, the, part of the exercise is for you to figure out what life is like without that and to break our addiction to distraction a little bit. And then the second thing is distractions can also often be exits to our relationship. So when you cut out the distraction and you allow yourself to experience your partner fully, to experience the moment more fully, to not just automatically do something when you feel a little bored, you're going to open yourself up to a new range of emotional experience. In fact, you might notice emotions that are just lurking below the surface that you so easily can cover up with the dopamine hit of distraction. And when you're not getting that dopamine hit, those things are there for you to feel. 
So I want to not leave you in the lurch about that too. I mean, we've had a lot of episodes that have talked about how to um, how to handle how to identify what you're feeling and what to do about it. In fact, I think my last episode, my last solo episode, so that's two episodes ago, talked about that very thing. So what you might try to do is start out small. Say, okay, for one hour every night, I'm going to turn off my phone, turn off the computer, turn off the TV, turn off the music, turn off everything that isn't simply me being here with my partner. And I'm going to dedicate this hour to just being together, one hour a night. And if your partner's not with you, um, well, you could call them. And I guess that you have to stay a little bit connected if you're going to call them. But if you call them, don't be checking your phone while you're talking to them or surfing online or, you know, you want to have a really focused conversation with them. Or if they're not around, you could give that hour to yourself and do the kind of thing that you maybe used to do before being so connected was so pervasive. If nothing else, keep a journal handy and you can write about your experience in that hour. What are the things that come up for you? What are the thoughts, the ideas, the feelings, the things you want to work on, the things that you might not notice if you're quick to jump on distraction? And hell, if you're with your partner, you might want to keep that notebook handy too because you're going to notice those things perhaps even more. Uh, because being with our partner has a tendency to amplify our experience and whether that's good or bad. So see if you can commit to something that's doable, particularly if, as you thought about it, you recognize that you are potentially a little addicted to distraction. So give yourself something that a bite-sized chunk that you can chew and see how that goes for you. See if you can commit to that for the next week, you know, until next week's episode with Sue Johnson. If you want to take on something bigger, then you could even say, okay, uh, you know, from, you know, after six o'clock, like I was mentioning before, the phone's off, the internet is off, or we're going to have an internet, internet free day on our weekends. Um, there are any number of ways that you can tackle it, what I invite you to do is think about all the ways in which uh, distraction invades your life. And you might say, okay, like, here's the bite-sized thing that I know I can do, so I'm going to commit to that. And then you might also kind of fantasize, like, all right, if I were going to do something drastic to eliminate distraction for this next week, what would that look like? One more thing. Let's say that you try the the one hour thing. Notice after your hour is up, how much do you want to go, say, check your phone and see what's happened in that hour? If you notice that sort of thing happening, notice it and then try to take an extra five minutes. So you notice the desire, like, okay, I'm going to see who texted me. And once you notice that, 
say, okay, I noticed that. I'm going to wait five minutes before I check. This will also help you break the addictive cycle of just feeling that urge to to check, to be distracted, and immediately making it happen. And the more that you can break that cycle, the less power it will have over you and over your life and over the quality of your relationship. Okay, I hope you give it a shot and I look forward to hearing about your experiments with breaking the cycle of distraction in your life. You can write me, neilius at neilsatin.com, and that's spelled N-E-I-L-I-U-S. And as I've mentioned before, I love to hear from you. I cannot promise that I will respond to you because I get a lot of email, but I do read everything that comes my way, as long as it's not, you know, a novel. And uh, you can also join the Relationship Alive community on Facebook. Just search for Relationship Alive community, click join, and we'll let you in to uh, take part in the conversation. All right, have a great week, and I will see you next week with Sue Johnson. Enjoy your distraction-free time. <laughs> <laughs>